Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to the Nope Too Creepy podcast. This month's megasode will be a bit different, and instead of focusing on an abstract theme, we'll be focusing on one single menacing urban legend, Shadow People. Before we begin, I want to let everyone know that starting tomorrow, Every Friday, we'll feature an episode of the new Nope Too Creepy call-in show that I've deemed Talk Creepy to Me. For those of you who have not listened to the pilot episode that I uploaded last week, it is a more casual, free-form show that centers around conversations with random people, where I ask them to share a paranormal, scary, or otherwise creepy experience from their real life. Sometimes the conversations are short, and sometimes one person can take up an entire hour-long show. So, if you're interested, be sure to check back tomorrow for the first official episode. Now that we got that out of the way, let's get back to the subject at hand. Shadow people. Who, or shall I say what, are the shadow people? Here is a brief breakdown according to Bustle.com. The modernly used term, shadow people, was apparently coined by paranormal researcher and book author Heidi Hollis, who claims that shadow people have been around since the beginning of time and usually appear as dark, human-shaped silhouettes in our peripheral vision. Shadow people are a bit of an enigma in the paranormal community, professional witch and psychic Renee Watt tells Bustle. They are often thought of as ghosts or a collection of negative energy, but as is true with most paranormal phenomena, there is no finite answer. While the exact supernatural origin of these shadow-like beings is debated amongst paranormal experts, there is one thing that most agree upon, which is that the presence of shadow people is wholly unsettling. These shadowy, human-like entities have had a bit of a murky reputation, as most people who report seeing them state they feel uncomfortable, scared, and in some extreme cases, even paralyzed with fear, Watt says. Most reports on shadow people are overwhelmingly negative, and are accompanied by a feeling of dread. I think that should give you a clear enough understanding of these mysterious creatures, but for those of you who want to read on, I will leave a link to the Bustle article in the show notes. They really took a deep dive, so I recommend reading on if you're curious. To take it one step further into the realm of creepy, there have been reports that may indicate there are specific entities within the race of shadow people. The most notorious of them, I would argue, is the Hat Man. The Hat Man is a shadow person, except a very particular one. Many have reported having an encounter with a frightening, dark shadow man that wears a hat. The Hat Man always seems to invoke intense fright when seen by witnesses, It is also believed he is drawn to, and possibly feeds off of, various negative emotions. What makes the Hat Man unique 
is the consistent description witnesses provide when they claim to see him. It's always the tall, male physique of a shadow person that seems to be wearing a bowler-style hat and a long trench coat. Some witnesses also claim to see red eyes illuminating in the darkness, but those reports are less common. A few years ago, I uploaded a full video to the Nope Too Creepy YouTube channel that highlighted five alleged sightings of the hat man that were then shared to Reddit. Here is one of those stories. When I was around 18, my girlfriend and I at the time went to a movie theater in town that doubled as a restaurant. They serve beer, have tables set up, the whole deal. We get there really early, before our movie starts, and we're the only people in the theater. We're sitting in the way back with only one other table behind us. The way the tables are situated makes it so you have to go up a ramp and go past us to sit behind us. As we are waiting for the movie to start, I look behind us. And that's when I saw him. The hat man. I noticed he was wearing a trench coat, but other than that, I really didn't find anything scary about the situation. The dim lights of the theater made it so I could not see his face. I thought it was a bit weird and made a comment to my girlfriend, saying that I liked the 50s style he's got going on. She agreed with me, and we go back to watching the previews. A few more minutes went by when our server came to get our food orders. I glanced back at the table behind us, and it was empty. The man was gone. This completely freaks out my girlfriend and me because there's no way he could have left without passing right by us. Fast forward to almost eight years later. I'm at my mom's house hanging out one day. It was a typical summer evening in Florida. Outside, it was storming really hard, complete with thunder and lightning. It's twilight outside, and my new girlfriend at the time and I are hanging out in the front room, watching the storm. At that moment, we were the only ones in the house, and one of my favorite things to do is just sit there and watch nature be awesome. We both stand up and head to the kitchen, cutting through the dining room. My mom kept a huge, wall-sized mirror that looked back into the front room where we just were. Keep in mind, it's dark, and we had all the lights off since we were watching the storm. Like something out of a movie, lightning strikes, and halfway through the dining room, we both look up into the mirror. And what did we see standing behind us? You guessed it. The hat man. There he stood, in the archway to the front room almost exactly like I saw him all those years ago. I said nothing. My girlfriend said nothing. We kind of just hastily ran into the kitchen and turned all the lights on in the house. Once we had some lights on, I turned to her and choked out. Did, did you, 
She stops me and says, yeah. Needless to say, we were both extremely freaked out, especially when I told her that I had seen him all those years ago. Now, dear listener, I would normally leave a link to the original Reddit post, but this was so long ago that it's since been taken down. I literally cannot find it, so... I hope all this information is ample in helping you understand how intimidating the hat man and shadow people in general can be. Since making that hat man video, I've had the opportunity to produce a couple more stories about shadow people. Though they are sometimes called something else, I couldn't help but get the feeling that these were inspired by creatures such as the hat man, despite the varying moniker and nicknames. For example, this first story, written by Reddit user Lexi Grays, is called The Shadow Man Walks at Night. But here's the thing, there is no THE Shadow Man. You know what? I'll let you be the judge, dear listener. My husband and I have lived in this house for six months. It's a nice house, not our forever home, but still nice. Our room is situated in the basement, and it gets pretty dark sometimes. Neither of us are scared of the dark, necessarily, but he gets pretty creeped out by the idea of things being in the dark. For the last couple of nights, I've been messing with him. Whenever he gets out of bed to use the restroom or check on our dogs, I started to whisper a phrase. The shadow man walks at night. He's not a fan of this joke. It always creeps him out. Quit saying that, he says. It's creepy. You're going to keep me up with all your antics. I know it messes with him, but... I can't help it. Sometimes it's kind of funny to see such a strong man seem so scared of a little phrase. Last night, he got up pretty late. I happened to wake up and see him walking towards the other side of the room. The shadow man walks at night, I whispered, just loud enough for him to hear. This time... He did not react. Maybe he didn't hear me, so I just ignored it and tried to get back to sleep. As time passes, I realize it's been a while since he got up, and I didn't hear him come back to bed, so I rolled over to check. There he was, lying next to me, sleeping soundly. Odd, I thought but maybe I was half asleep when he came back. Time seems to pass much faster when I'm sleeping. This morning, when we woke up, I asked him if he heard me last night. What are you talking about? He said. I didn't get up last night. Sure you did, I claimed. You walked over to check on the dogs, and they were whining. I promise you, I did not get up last night. 
See, I told you to stop saying that silly thing. You're inviting bad things, you know? His tone was playful, but he seemed honest about not getting up. Maybe you were half asleep, I said. Maybe that's why you don't remember. The day seemed to stretch on. I couldn't stop thinking about what happened the night before. I know I saw him, and he usually gets up to check on the dogs if they're whining. It had to be him. We fell asleep pretty early tonight. I woke up again because the room was freezing. It usually stays pretty warm down here in the summer, but I figured it was because it had been raining so much. I saw my husband up again, over by the dogs and the AC unit. The dogs were whining again. I had to get him this time, since I missed out last night. So I chanted a little louder. The shadow man walks at night. He turned and slowly walked towards the bed. As he got closer, he seemed to grow taller. His shadow feeling darker. I shifted a bit. And that's when I felt my husband lying next to me in bed. Staring at this thing, it was growing closer and closer. Out of desperation, I flicked on the lamp next to our bed. The room was flooded with light. The thing had disappeared. My husband shifted and mumbled, scowling from the bright light. I'm writing this now, in the middle of the night, terrified to turn off the light. If I do, the shadow man could come back. I don't know what will happen if he does, and I'm too scared to find out. So, what do you think? Was that the hat man? Or just an obscure shadow person? Okay, it looks like you're not convinced. Yes, I said looks. I can see you right now. You should probably lock your doors. But anyway, since you're not convinced, I'll provide one more story to back my case. This next one refers to their entity as the Midnight Man. But just like you say Batman, and I say the Dark Knight, and some other person may say Bruce Wayne, we all know we're talking about the same thing, right? I believe the Midnight Man in this story is another shadow person. But enough beating around the bush. Written by Reddit user, stalked by you. Here is my Aunt Teresa's story of the Midnight Man. Yesterday, I was celebrating a family member's birthday when I received a call from an aunt of mine. I hadn't talked to her in probably five or so years, so I was quite surprised when I heard her voice on the other line. Right away, I noticed she seemed off, like something was bothering her, so I asked what was wrong. 
and this is what she told me. Kevin, I have to tell you something, and I know that you will believe me. I know you have had some paranormal things happen in your life, and I can't quite explain what's going on with me. It's really scaring me, so can you just listen for a minute? She spoke with an unmistakable sadness in her voice. Of course, fire away, I said, retreating into my laundry room for some privacy. It was then that she began to relay to me her horrifying experiences. My friend Diane came over about a month ago. She seemed very distressed and told me she hadn't been sleeping well because something had happened to her in the middle of the night. She went on to tell me these terrifying events and I have to admit, after she left, I felt a little creeped out to stay home alone. As much as I tried, I couldn't get my mind off of the things that she told me. When it hit nighttime, I still didn't feel comfortable, so I decided to take a sleeping tablet to help me fall asleep. It worked, but not for long. Around 2am, I woke up to an eerie, silent house. I could hear the tick of my clock in the living room, but nothing else. I didn't feel like I was alone, but deep down, I knew it was just from what Diane told me earlier. So I rolled over to try and get back to sleep, and that's when I first noticed it. There was this heavy pressure on the other side of my bed, like someone was laying next to me. I've been a widow for four years, and I don't live with anyone, Kevin, no animals or anything. This sent ice-cold shivers down my spine, and my heart was racing so bad I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I let out a little squeal because the tapping surprised me. It was after that tapping that my fears were confirmed. I felt the bed lift as whatever it was got out of my bed. Then the soft shuffle of very strange sounding footsteps leaving my room. It's like they were slowly dragging their feet. I laid there and started weeping because I was beyond terrified. I thought whoever it was had left, so I slowly peeked my head over at my door to see if I can see anything. At first it was nothing just my dark living room with a slight glow from the street lamp outside. But then I saw it. It ran very quickly past my bedroom door toward my kitchen. It was huge, Kevin. Maybe seven feet tall, I don't know. I could hear my aunt's voice shaking at this point. Then he ran again. Back the other way, I was paralyzed in fear. It looked like he had his arms behind him, like he was running too fast and his arms couldn't keep up, just dangling behind him. 
They were very long, too. I slowly covered my head, and tears were running down my face. I was so scared. Then I heard that same shuffling of that thing coming back into my room. The pressure came back on my bed as he lay down next to me. I was so afraid I, I couldn't move. The exhaustion from the adrenaline must have kicked in because next thing I knew, I was awake and it was morning. I slowly looked next to me and there was nothing there. Nothing at all. I felt a little relieved, so I got out of bed, and for some stupid reason, I chalked it up to being a very vivid nightmare. After all, these things don't really happen to people, right? Around 6.30pm, I felt tired again, and relaxed on my chair. Eventually, I dozed off watching television. I woke up, and it was the middle of the night. I looked at the clock on the living room wall, and once again, it was about 2 in the morning. Immediately, my heart began to race. All of the events from the prior night came racing back into my head, and I sat there in silence. That's when I noticed the TV was off. I was sure I had left it on, but I wasn't entirely sure, so I tried to calm myself. All I could think was how quiet it was, and that once again something felt very wrong. It was that same tapping noise from last night, and I knew, somehow just knew, not to move or make a sound. I heard my bed creak and that same shuffling noise as it came into the living room with me. I kept one eye slightly open and looked into the reflection of the TV and I could not believe what I saw coming out of my room. Again, it was huge just like the night before. It just stood there and looked over my way before it took off and ran into the kitchen. Then it came back into the living room and once again back to the kitchen. I silently wept again. This was ungodly terrifying. After a few laps, he stood a little way behind my chair, and I could see him in the reflection of the TV taking these giant, exaggerated tiptoe steps right behind me. He smelled so awful, like a dead deer carcass. In the reflection, I could see him getting right up to my face, only about an inch away. He began to smile, this nasty, disgusting grin at me. He knew I was awake, and knew I was watching him. And that's when he whispered in my ear, Two more nights. Then he slowly shuffled back into my room, 
and I heard the bed creak again as it laid back down. I stayed up the whole night, jumping at every board creaking or any noise whatsoever. It was the longest night of my life. When finally morning came, I jumped up and called Diane as quick as I could. She began to sob and apologize to me repeatedly. I asked her why she was apologizing, and she told me the reason I was experiencing this was because of her. Apparently, if you tell someone about this thing, it senses it, it passes it on, and leaves you alone until it gets bored. Then it comes back. I'm so sorry, Kevin. I'm so sorry that I told you this, but I didn't know what else to do. At this point, my aunt began to cry hysterically. I asked her why the hell she would tell me this, and basically, she told me she can't live in fear anymore. She also said all I would have to do is tell someone else about it, and I would be fine. Honestly, I don't even know if this is real, but I do work the night shift. There's no pretending to be asleep for me. But if this is real, and somehow I just pass this on to you, I apologize. Just... Pretend that you're asleep and pray he doesn't hurt you. Well, dear listener, now that you've heard all of this, what do you think? Do shadow people exist? And if so, does the Hat Man and the other specific and notorious shadow people exist as well? Either way, when you're in bed tonight and you see something move in the dark corner of your room, remember, it might just be the Hat Man watching you, plotting and waiting oh so patiently for your guard to be down. Or maybe it's just nothing. <laughs> Thank you for joining me in this episode of the Nope Too Creepy podcast. If you're interested in learning more about any of the authors, links to connect with them can be found in the show notes. Also, another reminder to check back tomorrow for the first official episode of Talk Creepy to Me. I had a lot of fun making it, so I hope you enjoy it. But until next time, everybody, this is your host, Dan David. Reminding you all to stay safe out there. I'll be seeing you in the next episode. Nope.